Uh, hey guys, we have Chiquita from Dimensional Artists. I'm not even going to try to pronounce her last name. You're going to find out why, actually, because I did not do well. Um, but I feel like I got the first name right there. It was absolutely probably one of the best conversations I think we've had to date on the show. Um, and honestly, I don't think that there's any more that I need to say other than you guys really need to just listen to this episode. So stick around. See, we're still having tea. Uh, morning, everyone. Uh, welcome back to Crafty episode 22. I had to look that up. I didn't remember. Just now? Uh, I looked it up right before this because nice. I, yeah. Um, <laughs> shot episode 21 at TumblrCon just uh, like a week ago. But we have another guest. We have Shakira. I, is it Corbel or Corbell? It's actually Corral. <laughs> All right, so uh, I'm not gonna even try that. I'm just saying. Yes. <laughs> but I do. <laughs> yeah, I'll never be able to say that one. So, <laughs> if, I know uh, there's. You want to introduce yourself? Then I'll. I'm not going to start over with your name. And then, uh, <laughs> uh, but you're a dimensional artist and uh, dark arts craftopedia, and um, yeah, I'll let you kind of take it from there and explain a little bit about who you are. <laughs> no, no problem. <clears throat> well, I'm Chakira. I'm Chakira Corral, um, and I am a licensed clinical psychologist that I kind of tran like transitioned into the arts. Um, I'm licensed in Mexico. So I'm a I'm I'm a US citizen, but I did do my university in Mexico and that's where I actually um I did most of my <clears throat> professional work and I did art therapy for patients that had <clears throat> mostly schizophrenia. So when we move into the States, um, obviously I wasn't able to get all of my license updated. And, um, and I kind of self-taught myself photography and I became a photographer here. Um, during the pandemic though, um, you guys can probably hear me. I have really bad lung issues. And so when the pandemic hit, it was kind of like that really scary time, especially for people like me who were like super high risk. So I had to lose, I lost all of my contracts and I was put on very high restriction. And also I was going through grief at the time. I had lost my mother like a few months prior to it. I'm and sorry. no, and you know, it's, it's weird. I'm kind of that kind of person that feels that things like happen at different times in your life. And it kind of like really, you have to, you either sit, sit and mope or you actually like kind of transform. Yeah. And that kind of happened with me. Um, you know, when I lost my career in a sense of not being able to do anything that had to do with psychology, I had to transform and I had to like become somebody else and learn, um, photography and it kind of like really brought art back into my life. And then when the pandemic hit, you know, there were a lot of factors going on and I just found myself 
experimenting with resin. And, um, and that's how I started this whole journey that kind of went into sculpting and meeting like all of this amazing community. And you are so, amazing at it. I, I have to, you might be one of our most interesting guests so far. I had no idea you had such, um, a big backstory like that. The mood the career <laughs> changed not only once, but twice, because then even photography, you said you had to kind of pivot with, uh, COVID. Was, That's crazy. You know, Those are it, three different careers. <laughs> <laughs> it's weird. I'm, I think I'm older than most people kind of imagine that I am. Um, because I'm also a veteran. Um, I was in the Air Force, the U.S. Air Force. Wow. Right after 9-11. Oh, so you've been doing it all. Holy <laughs> mm -hmm. And I don't, I have, now that you say it out loud, I have no idea how old you are, but I just, I mean, you look amazing. <laughs> I don't know how old you are. <laughs> I'm, 40, I'm actually 43. No. And <laughs> like these are like from my my time. <laughs> like, 33, 34. Well, you look amazing. Thank you. Thank you. But yeah, that's why, you know, there's like so much that has gone on. And um, and yeah, like I've had to I've struggled with lung issues since I was born. And so when I was in the military, I was discharged because of my lung issues mm -hmm. because at back then um, there was a presidential decree that if you had used an inhaler, you couldn't serve because a lot of servicemen died um, in um, desert storm because of the lack of inhalers and all of our lung issues. Ah. And so I had to let that part of my life go, which was painful, but, um, but I learned, I learned and I, I went back to college. I became a psychologist and it was interesting. It was just different. And I, I feel that that's like a, a big piece of me is that I adapt, you know, I, I can't You've done four co co completely. <laughs> I just like, I just keep going. Like, it doesn't matter what happens. Like I just have to adapt. I love that. I really, I really love that. You got to in this world or else you're going to get left behind. Yeah. So with all the adapting that you've done, do you, has all the adapting been out of necessity or do you think, or do you think that some of it, like, do you feel that where you're at now, if there's not something drastic that causes it, do you think that you may eventually evolve just naturally with how you've kind of been changing in the past into something different in the future. Cause I mean, you know, 43 is still very young. So there's a lot of time and a lot of. <laughs> and clearly you learn fast because you're pivoting careers. Like. Yeah. Yeah. I just wonder if maybe if it wasn't intentional in the first place, but almost it's like collecting careers to an extent, you know, it's, it's putting it tools is. in your tool belt, you know, it's weird. I feel I'm kind of that, that kind of person that doesn't, I don't believe in, um, I don't believe that things happen randomly. I do really have this strong sense that things happen for a reason and that, you know, my life has kind of like shifted a lot between two, um, countries. Um, and I don't know, like, I don't know if this is going to be you know, end game for me. 
Like, I don't know if, you know, if some other opportunity were to present itself, then I will learn that. Yeah, why not, right? I'm that kind of person that, you know, it, depending on what it is, I'm a fast learner and I can, if I really like it, if there's some sense of art of color, that's something that for me has always been very um, interesting. Like for the military, I did languages. Um, cool. And then when I went into psychology, we had like all kinds of like, where you want to go? Do you want to do industrial? Do you want to do educational? And I went for clinical. You know, I, I really liked having my patients and working with arts, like having them tell their story to me through art therapy. <laughs> no problem. And then, you know, and photography was just like, again, it was just like painting now on a screen. Mm-hmm. And I really, really enjoy being behind cameras. So now that I have to be in front of camera, I think if you guys, you you guys have seen my work, um, I used to not, not show my face because I'm like at, at a certain point I am, I am kind of shy and I didn't show my face. Like I would kind of show my hands and I would show like a little bit of my art and how I was like uh, attaching stuff and things like yeah. that. And then this year, Melanie was like, um, do you want to come on to dimensional artist and teach? And I was like, okay, well that's like full, full face. And I told her, I was like, you know what? I'm good. Let's do it. Let's do it. A test run. Yes. Um, but I was like, I'm weird. Like I'm awkward. I'm <laughs> Like I have the sense of you posted the other day, something like that. And I couldn't resonate more to it, you know, because you're weird and not everybody gets your humor, you know? And, and it's weird because like, I, I tell, I taught, I tell my DAs, we call them DAs because it's dimensional artist. I tell my DAs all the time, like guys, I have the sense of humor of an eight year old. Like sometimes when I am putting like epoxy over a cup, I just start to like, and then I'm like, we're just gonna lather it on. And I start to laugh and they're like, Takina, I'm at work. Like, <laughs> and I'm like, mute me, mute me, just watch me. Give them a little warning first. Yeah. It's like exactly with like the donuts. The girls like were like, how do you do those donuts? And like, well, it's a, like, it's a process and it's going to be kind of like, not suited for work. It's like, if you're okay with it, I can teach it. <laughs> and, um, but it's fun. It's fun. They kind of get me. Um, and I just decided that if I was going to be on camera, I was just going to be. Yeah. Well, I think you do great. I haven't, I'm not in the, I'm not a DA. I sh- should probably finish up one of those cups first. I have started with you. I have a finishing problem. I have no problem starting. If you need projects started, I'm your girl. You just call me and I will start all your projects. What happened to Spike Doug? <laughs> I don't know where it is. I think it was like a doorstop blast that I saw, honestly. I The rhinestones that I got for his beak, I hate it. So then that was it for me. I had to order the new rhinestones, which I did. And then I had to wait for them to come in, and that was four months ago now. 
three months you ago or something like that. And it's like, <laughs> as soon as I break that concentration, that project has now gone to the side and I will get to it. And I hate that. I need to finish Spike Dog. You do. You have to finish it. It's it was the beak. That's it. That's all I have to do is this beak. And it's half the beak. You, friend, you have to finish it for, for the Great American Craft Expo. That's that it. It's got to get done before that. In that time, we've literally released our own line of rhinestones. And she still <laughs> has not even just like gone into our own stash of rhinestones. He needs orange. We have, orange. we have the capabilities of ordering orange. Like we are the orders of our inventory. <laughs> so you're the reason we don't have orange. But we have got four purples. We started with 19 <laughs> colors. But we're covered four, on purple. Four of them are purple. So oh. she's the reason that we don't have orange. He gets a purple beak. <laughs> that would be really cool, actually. He might have to have a purple beak. We're going to see about it after craft tea. It's literally just his little beak that I have to finish and then figure out what I want to do with the cup. But I think I have, we together, we have all the sleeves at yeah. this point. Mm, yes. No, not the spear. Mm, the what? The spear. The balls. The balls. The spear. I thought you what said I, spear. I did. <laughs> thought, yeah, she said spear. I was like, wait, are we going hunting? Because I, I missed it. How did you say it? Sphere. Sphere, yeah. Mm. Just the balls. Like, like fear in front of it. <laughs> we'll work on that. I've been calling it a spear for a long time. What's and funny I know is, what a spear is. is Sarah, said, Sarah at least started like Spike Duck and got to the point of not finishing it. But like me, my, I'm still just in the planning stages of all of my sleeves. Because They're around like, his desk. Even... When we were just at TumblrCon, I was talking to Daniel for a while, and I, you know, I finally got to uh, meet him in person. I saw I've met Melanie before. Um, like, was she there last year? I know we've met. No, Mel I've met Melanie in person at the Two Moms convention. So I never met Melanie before. No, I thought I did. Maybe you just feel like you did because we're I know. connected so hard. Well, anyway, so I got to <laughs> hang out at the booth. I'm talking to him. He's like, we're. He's talking to me and reminding me of all the ideas that I told him that I had for the sleeves. And he's like, yeah. So like, did you start any of them? And I was like, not at all. Like, not not just for a little bit. They are all still right up in here. That's as far as they've gotten. I mean, I guess technically I did type them out on it to him. So yeah, <laughs> manifest the ideas but that's about as far as we got um yep <laughs> so, that's pretty awesome so will this be your first time with Gase coming up teaching in person i guess right yeah yeah this is like for that doesn't have to do with like mental health yes so excited it kind of does have to do with mental health i feel like though <laughs> <laughs> but yeah this is my, my first time um teaching in person and I'm, it was such an honor and such a surprise that you guys actually wanted me there uh, so. again everything happens for a reason um and i i mean i i long explained the story to you because i can't help myself sometimes but like it really we just it fit it fit at the time and i'm like is there time let's call her now let's let's get her on here we have to get her up there look at her stuff like that's um, what i no, said that's... from the start that i wanted someone that could that did the sculpting and, yep. and three-dimensional art right but when we started looking for teachers in the first place and we just our classes at the time were so small we were only doing an hour class so i'm like i don't know yeah and then it just uh i mean dimensional sleeves wasn't even in existence at the point that we were planning this year in the in uh the beginning last fall yeah and then they so came, they started the once they came out then that you know it streamlines the sculpting process so much so it makes it a lot more feasible to do a sculpted cup in a yeah. two to four hour period when that was just like 
not going to happen. You know, you might sculpt your pieces in that time, but you're not making the cup, you know, but you can't, you can't finish it. Yeah, no, absolutely. It's so easy. Um, you know, with DA, that's actually what we do. We like, we use the sleeve and then we just sculpt on top of it. And it really makes it so much easier. Like this cup, I had been telling Melanie for the longest time, because a lot of people know me because of the donuts. Yeah. And I was like, I want to make a donut cup, like a donut box cup. And then, but I was like, I kept thinking about it and and like, how could I like sculpt it out? How, how could I make a box? And it was just hard. So when Melanie actually told me like, hey, we're going to be doing this. I was like, can you make a box for me? <laughs> I could like put donuts on it. And, and that was actually my first thing. Like the, the first thing that Melanie sent me was this, um, rectangle. And then I knew exactly what I was going to do and I worked on it. And that was my first tutorial in dimensional artist. That was one of the first cups that I saw when I stumbled on uh, dimensional artists or dimensional drinks was your cup. It was yours, the, the, um, mean girls one. And I don't think we had seen the Harry Potter one quite yet. Did, no, we did. That's what I was looking for. Jason saw the Harry Potter one, the, the Mandrake. Oh my yes. God. And yes. he was trying to explain to me this uh -huh. cup that he saw, but yeah. he didn't tag me in it. He doesn't know who posted it. He can't remember what group he saw it in, but he needs to see that. <laughs> he was obsessed. I think I saw that in the Sirens group, maybe. It might have been. And I'm like, I was trying to find this cup for him, and I wasn't actively looking at the time. I went to the bar with my friend Lindsay for her birthday, and she's like, you got to see these guys. you got to see this company called Dimensional Drinks. And I'm like, okay. And I'm looking. I'm like, that's a cup. And I'm just screaming <laughs> in the bar. I'm like, that's a cup, Jason's going to Oh. I was like, oh, I'm screaming at the bar about this cup. <laughs> you know, and you know what's what's funny is that those two cups that you guys mentioned right now, uh, Mean Girls, the burn book um, that I did, and yeah. the Mandrake that Melanie did, that's what we're teaching in July. Oh, like, that's so exciting. Those are the two designs. Because in Dimensional Artists, we do two designs. Okay. We'll do it like an easy one, and then we have a more time-consuming one. And so this month, it's um, both me and Melanie, and we're doing those two those two designs there. And to be honest, that's what I was telling Melanie. You know, I really like, I really enjoy working with them because we're really different as artists. Mm -hmm. We have different styles, mm -hmm. and yet Melanie is actually the person who brought me into sculpting. Oh, I love that. Yeah, I like I was again, when I started this journey, I was going through grief. And I was like, I know Harry Potter, but I'm not like super. I haven't read all the books. I've seen all the movies, but I haven't read all the books. Same and <laughs> my my husband is like super, super fan. He's read all the books and all of that. Same. <laughs> <laughs> And, um, and he, he asked me, he's like, I saw just like it happened with you. Like he was, he came to me and he's like, I saw this amazing, uh, slither and cup with a snake. Can you make it for me? And I was like, no, I was like, no, somebody else. Like I was barely doing like, I don't know. Like I was barely learning my way through cricket. I was like, how oh, the hell am I going to do that? And then and how he long ago was this? This was at the beginning of 2020. 
Wow. And look how, I mean, look at the cups you're making now. Now and, you're teaching sculpting. <laughs> oh, it's so weird. Like I tell Melanie all the time, the first time Melanie reached out to me and actually like I learned, I learned that, that, um, snake and everything because Jose Miguel, my, my husband found Melanie's tutorial and he's like, yeah, you can do it. Here's the supplies. Make me make it. <laughs> and he like, bought me, he bought me air dry clay, which like sucked, but I did, the best I, could. <laughs> <laughs> I did the best I could. He still has his cup and that's what like really brought me on to sculpting. And then I got to meet Melanie which I like super fangirled over that she actually like invited me into her group and, and now we're business partners. So it's like really awesome. <laughs> I love that. I fangirled over Melanie when I, I met her and Christine at two moms festival and literally I was so nervous. I basically dumped Melanie's cup out. I was like, Oh, this cup's awesome. Look at it. She's like, there's water in there. Oh my God. <laughs> I'll just sit down now and stop touching all of your stuff. Like, <laughs> That's exactly how I am. I'm like so long. Oh, this is great. It's amazing. I'm just gonna sit down and not touch anything for a minute. That happened the whole time in our booth at TumblrCon because everyone working, all of us and the employees, and you got gifts of tumblers from some yeah. people, but they're like at the checkout and we tried to keep them behind stuff. But as people are checking out, they just see it because they think it's like a display and they're like, oh wow, and they feel the weight of a drink in there and they're like, this is someone's. <laughs> and they just like put it down slowly. You're like, oh God. That happened like all weekend. Yes. Like you're fine. <laughs> it's so funny. It is. It's so weird. I remember when I was starting, um, I used to see you guys and the colors and I made a, I'm moving or else I would show you it's in a, it's in a box, <laughs> but, um, I made one of my first drip cups is actually made with opal medias. Oh, open me, please. Open me, please. Yes. Yay. And it, it was like an evil, evil queen cup. And so it has the mirror and the glitter was so sparkly that I was like, this is the only thing that could actually look like a mirror. Uh huh. And I did it and, and I kept it like, um, I love that. Yeah, I, I, I remember that one so, so, so much. That one, I did a few because you guys have another one like that one, but it's the cut is smaller. Karen? Aristopel? Uh, Aristopel of them all. Yeah. Yeah, that one. Yeah, I did that one too. color too for a, a magic mirror for that show, for that movie. Yeah, <laughs> it, it just, because it looks like a mirror. Like it really looks like a mirror. And I remember, you know, it's weird, but, um, well, I'm, I'm Mexican American. So I have, I have um, family here in the U S and then I have family in Mexico and friends in Mexico. And a lot of my friends over there, they were like, so impressed. They're like, like, what did you use that? It looks like a mirror. And I was like, it's glitter. And yeah. They couldn't, like, they couldn't wrap their mind around it. And I would send pictures because you can't get that in Latin America. Like, it's uh, real. in Mexico, or? We, <laughs> we're close. I think we're in, where are we? I'm not going to embarrass myself and say where I think we are versus Mexico. <laughs> my geography skills real quick yeah. or lack thereof. I know that we're, we are in South America somewhere, but I Panama. don't think we're in Mexico. 
We're in Panama. Panama. Mm. So you were born here or you were born in Mexico? I was born here in Texas. Well, okay, I say here in Texas because I live right on the state line between New Mexico and Texas. Oh, okay. So um, like El Paso, Texas, where I was born is like a mile away. But the state line is so jagged that my house is actually on the New Mexico side. Oh, how much fun is that? <laughs> uh, it's like crazy. It's crazy trying to get um, through the military, trying to get services because they want to send us to like Las Cruces or Santa Fe, which would be like the big cities. And I'm like, that's like really long drives. Like El Paso is just like 10 minutes away. And they're like, yeah, but that's a different state. So it's like, but I can see it. It's right there. Exactly. It's like I crossed the street and I'm there. So, but it's kind of crazy because we have to go through the military service and the VA. Mm-hmm. But, um, but it's, it's cool. Like I really like this little part of, um, of the state, even though it's like, it's Texas still, but it's so diverse. And I like that. I really like a whole melting pot of all kinds of people. I'm sure. Yeah. Yeah. What got you to take school in, um, in Mexico? That's where you did your, uh, psychology where you said, right? Yes. I did school in Mexico because that's where my dad lives. So my mom was here from the U S and we grew up in California and, but my parents were divorced. My dad has always been in Mexico. And he was like, I can pay college and, you know, postgraduate and all of that if you come over here. So I was like, okay. Yeah, why not? (laughs) And I was like, and the only thing is that I learned both languages at a very young age. Mm -hmm. So I, in Spanish, we speak really, really quick. And so in English, I feel that I kind of like trip over my words. But in Spanish, I have, um, like, if when I read out loud, I have, like, dyslexia. Oh, okay. So it's, it's like, but it has to do with me not having, like, a mother tongue. Because I, I learned them, like, mashed together. That makes sense. Um, but I did learn to read and write first in English. And then I had to learn how to read and write when we went back to Mexico when I was 10. Mm-hmm. And so I did my university over there, it was interesting because I learned a lot about like how I learn and it's more phonological than actually like in theory, because I had to learn by hearing. Ah, that makes sense. It was, it was, it was interesting. Psychology was really something that if you study psychology, you kind of study yourself Mm -hmm. and you're your first patient. So yeah, I've been was, diagnosing myself all over the place. I try to do it. So that was, it was, that was interesting, but, um, that's how I got to study up to high school here. And then I did, uh, my university over there. I think that's so cool. You got to do both and you get to learn both languages. I'm still struggling with most Spanish. Alex said Buenos Dias just yesterday though. That's awesome. Hey, that's awesome. I think she was watching Dora. (laughs) I'm like, you don't even know most English words and you're already starting on a new language. You're just like your mom. Why finish something when you could start something new? uh, Yeah, absolutely. (laughs) No, but you know, we get to learn 
uh, languages up until the age of 10, we can be fluent and we can be, um, we can be fluent and not have an accent. So like your, your brain is still absorbing mm-hmm. and all of the things like when you're 10, it's weird, but when you're 10, it kind of like it shuts down and your personality is set. So up until the age of 10, there's a lot of things that will change your personality because your personality, you're not born with it. It kind of comes through experience. And that's one of the things like, um, you know, evolving in languages, being able to understand. And you can learn by ear, which happened to me because we switched around so long, so much. That's cool. I didn't know that about being 10 and stuff. So now as soon as Alex is 10, I'll be like, all right, you're set. I know who you are now. <laughs> I have a good idea of where your brain functions. Yeah. It's cool though how the um how the human brain works. I always think that's really nutty. And I try not to think about it too much. <laughs> <laughs> no, but it's it is. It's really interesting. And then it also it's interesting to see how um through art, you can like really tap your senses. Yeah. You know? Because you there's really colors that express yourself that... and move all over the place. Yeah. And there's colors that we, for some reason, avoid because they trigger us. Um, and then there's colors that we're just naturally drawn to. Um, and then also through art, you know, the expression of, you know, art is not made to be admired, but to make you feel something. And like so that. that's why not everybody's art is for everybody. You know, I have a lot of people that say like, they'll see a cup like this and they're like, are you serious? Like, why would you make that monstrosity? And I yeah. understand that, that it's not for you. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel that because something of you is like, is directed into that. I have a lot of people that hate drips and they're like, I just, I just can't do a drip. Like there's something about it that it's icky. Like I hate, I just hate it. That's fine. You know, there's something of you that kind of gets represented there and it's not for you, but it's still art because it made you feel something. Yeah. Even if you don't like it. I feel like the Tumblr world is so interesting with the art because it's, it's like the duality of you are essentially making a product, not, complete like it's art while being a product versus like if you were just sitting there passing time and painting a picture or or something like that that's not necessarily something that needs to go past hanging on your wall but inherently making a tumbler you almost always have the intention of trying to sell it at the end of the day like almost always some of them are for yourself of course or for family or whatever but essentially tumblers is a business you need to get rid of it and when you look at it, it gives you that extra like, okay, this actually sucks. Like this isn't worth selling. And you put that extra pressure on yourself where it's like that. I, it bothers me a little bit with the tumbler making because it's, it is a duality. I love what I say to Sarah all the time. I got into us selling craft supplies because I love art and seeing people create with it. And one of my biggest pet peeves is that so many of my customers hoard my supplies and don't use them. They literally just buy them and put them on the shelf and say like, I just don't know what to do with this. And it's like, just do something with it, anything. I don't care. But 
just create and and just be okay with creating and we had that discussion even with like the glitter shelf i made for TumblrCon. and i spent like 72 hours almost non-stop building this and it still of course was not perfect and tons of flaws and at the end of the day i stared at it and i was like i wonder if everyone's going to pick out the flaws and i was like but like this has to be enough that's why i said i said to sarah i was like of all the time and effort that we put into this at what point is your is what your best effort enough it has to be enough at some point like you have to stop putting that pressure of like it could have been better it could have just been better everything can always be better but like there has to be just like a, a level of what you put into it is absolutely enough and you have to you know i feel that a lot of and it, and it happens in like in every aspect of uh, a creative professional is that you know when you start to create trying to impress somebody else that's the moment that your art stops because mm -hmm. that's not you you know if i'm if i see that a certain kind of tumbler that i i'm not really drawn to but yet that's what sells because 3d doesn't sell 3d is a niche you know it's mm -hmm. not something that everybody wants like nobody wants to be carrying something that's like already heavy in itself i want to carry that like, around not <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean but at the same time, I'm not drawn to 2D. There's certain cups that I like, but what really, really makes me feel happy is making donuts, like making pink stuff, making things that is like so over the top that I'm probably not even gonna carry it because it doesn't fit in a cup holder in my car, yeah. but it makes me happy. And that's when I do, I feel my best work, mm -hmm. that I'm happy with it. Um, when I started, I started just to create. And then eventually, people started wanting to buy it. And and then at that moment, it just became like a chore. And I stopped doing it. Yep. I was just, I just, I'm done. I don't, I don't like this. Like mm -hmm. I'm making things and then people would be like super nitpicky, like, oh, but I don't want the heart there. I want it like just a tiny bit lower. Can you use a different font? Can you use, and I just stopped. And then I went back when I started sculpting and I was like, I'm not selling. Like, I don't want to sell. I just like to make, to decompress. You know, I have so many things. I have so many hats that I have to wear during the day um that at night i just want to go into my studio and just decompress and make something mm -hmm. i'm not looking to sell i don't I, like a lot of people will message me and they're like you don't have a website you don't how do i buy it well i don't do it for that i i and now that i can teach i really like to teach it's that. That, because that way it's it's really what i like and the people that are there is people like me that like that kind of aesthetic and i don't have to cater to anybody else but myself yeah and but it is true i see a lot of a lot of my friends that do especially when they do customs and that they do a lot of seasonal and i'm like do you really like that like yeah. would you would you use that would you use that all year round and they're like well no but i mean this is what sells don't do it because it sells like, don't do it because somebody else is doing it. Do something that you really enjoy because it's your art at the end of the day. Yeah. 
Oh yeah. And not a lot of people are doing that right now because they do feel that pressure to just be a seller and they forget that they can just be an artist. Yeah. Yeah. And then, and then you lose that creative freedom, you know? Oh yeah. And it shows in the work. Yeah. I feel like every time when you're not, when you're not passionate about it and it, oh, like, yeah. but so the, I feel like, I feel like the pencil tumbler, we were, I was talking to, um, Daniel and Melanie about this is that I think the pencil tumbler is the tumbler design that he has in my eyes evolved the most times from start to finish. Like it started out with the way that like Sarah made them, or it was either the only option was eraser on top or eraser on bottom. That was the only and difference that yellow. you did. And they were, they, yeah, they and were that's it. It's a yellow pencils. pencil. And then someone was like, what if I put like fabric in here? And then eventually someone's like, what if I used vinyl in here? And then now you have the dimensional sleeve, which you sky's the limit with that. And now people take the stainless pens even and do like a pen wrap of the pencil on it. So the pencil has been done on staplers. The pencil has been done on notepad, uh, no, the notepad holder. Yeah. And pencils that, everywhere. that design has been changed and altered so many different ways but for the longest time for like two years it was yellow pencil pink eraser it was sands of time for the little thing because we have like a pencil pack for it because it was just like that's what you use and i only made that pencil pack out of demand people said what colors do we use to make a pencil and i said whatever colors you want i sell yellow i sell pink and they were like no 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 i gotta know which pink which yellow okay what Sarah use? yeah and it was just like I'm like, come on, guys! Like, so there's, it's it's weird because there's a lot of people that I feel, you know, that's something that I I can't stress enough. And it's like, if you like something, I don't know anything. Like, if you like this, put your spin on it. Yes. You know, change it up. It, it doesn't have to be the same thing. Put something that makes it special to you, mm -hmm. and that always make a cup that you would be like, I would. I would use the shit out of this. You know what I mean? Yes. And that will make it really, really special. And if it sells, awesome. And if it doesn't, it's something that you like. And true, like it, you just have to be creative and like think outside the box. Mm -hmm. You know, Even if people don't like it. Like when I made Edna Mode, like who wants a face on a tumbler? And I was like, I don't know. I'm like, I really like wigs. I'm going to. I'm going to do like the whole wig on it. <laughs> it's like heavy as hell. I made it for myself. And eventually that, that tumbler actually, um, I had a lot of people that wanted it and I was like, no, no, this, I made it for me. Like, I really like this tumbler. It's like, even just to ship it is going to be so expensive and oh, somebody so heavy, <laughs> super heavy, like super heavy, but, um, somebody really liked it and it sold. I want to make one for myself, but it's like those things that really make you think outside, mm -hmm. not recreate, but you make something new and something that's like inside of you. That's why I said too, in my conversations with Daniel is that I love so much about the sleeves. It's challenging people to now take it to another level. Like now when they look at the flower pot, they're just like, that's not a flower pot. That's a jet engine. Or, you know, like when they see the rectangle, the rectangle, it's just like, well, that's a school bus. That's a fire truck. That, it's a pencil. That, I mean, a, a present. Yeah, present. It's a box of donuts. You know, it's like, it's whatever you see. And now they're challenging themselves to just be 
as far outside the box as possible. Like how much farther outside the box can I get than the next guy? Cause like yeah. I said to Daniel, the first thing that I saw when I saw the pencil tumbler was a rocket ship. I was like that pencil tumbler tapers and somebody else made something, a different sleeve into a rocket ship. And I still haven't seen anyone do the pencil, but I think the pencil oh, has better makings of a rocket ship. I want to make it look like um, the rocket from Lilo and Stitch. That's yes. what I, I said it looks like for that me. That would be awesome. Well, um, okay, somebody yeah. did make it into a rocket ship. Her name is Jalen. She's in our group because I remember her, I don't know if she tagged you guys or if she asked Melanie if she could tag you guys because Melanie said, Jason wants to see this as a rocket ship and you're the first one to do it. Oh. And Jason's like, I don't, I don't like have him as a friend. Can you tag him? And, and Melanie's like, yeah, sure. I'll make sure that we do that because Jalen yeah. was like, super excited for you to see that. One. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> You're gonna be so yeah. I'm excited. I love that they're like cutting it now, you know, like grabbing a hot knife and, and taking the, the, the skeleton that's in the coffin and then taking the, the wherewithal to make sure the skeleton glows in the dark too. I'm like, dude, the, yeah. the, the level is just going up and up and up. And it's, these things have only existed for less than a year. Like yeah. it's crazy. But you know what, you know what I, what I really enjoy is that as 3d makers, and I can tell you this from personal experience, I didn't post in any group because I knew I was going to be bashed. So I only post, yeah, I only posted in my, on my social media and I would post in the 3d Tumblr lounge and that was it. Like I would not post in any other group and it's not because a lot of people are like, oh, you guys are snobby. No, it's because the moment we would post outside of the 3D community, mm -hmm. we were so bashed. We and were, I've seen it. we would be dragged like who the hell would want this, this monstrosity, like nobody likes that. I that would never make that. Clunky, why would you I'll even make it then? Like there was so much that all of us, we would just like stick to our 3D community. And now I see a lot of, I feel like a lot of people were intimidated by all of that neg negativity. And now with uh, DD, with Dimensional Drinks existing, a lot of people have come out of their shell and they're like, this is my first 3D Tumblr. I love I that. Yeah. So I've seen that a lot lately too. Yeah, but I mean, it was like, it was bad. Like I remember when, when we first started to mod the 3d Tumblr lounge, like everybody would, that's the first thing everybody would say, like, it feels safe here. And it's, yeah, because we make things that's not for everybody, you know, yeah. and it, it is clunky and it is big and you know, it's not for everybody, but it's our art and, and that's okay. So yeah, I it's love awesome. that you guys started that group and that you're continuously finding your people. You know what I mean? Cause I know this group gets talked about here and there all the time. And it's, I'm assuming most of the reasons that you're saying, cause I have seen those comments and I've seen those comments recently too, in other groups like, oh, that's so heavy. Cause I'm now chiming in and saying, well, that one can't be that heavy because half of that is a sleeve and I have that sleeve and that weighs like half an ounce. So you started out with half an ounce and you added some clay. Like it's not as heavy as you think it is. Uh, and there's different types of clay. That's like the other thing, you know, like with my faces, I, I always do a face like on one side. So it can, it'll be top heavy. If I use regular clay, mm -hmm. I have to use ultralight and that really, it's just like foam. It doesn't really weigh in. It's different to sculpt but it doesn't weigh. And so I feel that a lot of people need to like jump out, you know, and, and try it. 
um, having clay in your hands is something so grounding and polymer clay is something so user-friendly because like I always tell my, my DAs, I'm like, just try it. And if it works out awesome. And if you don't like it, just sleep on it. And tomorrow you can come and add to it because it doesn't dry. Yeah. And if you don't like it, you scrap it. And we start all over again tomorrow. You know, you don't have to put so much pressure on yourself because polymer clay is still going to be, you can still use it as long as you don't bake it. So, yeah, you know, perfect. I actually still have some from the last warehouse of one of the sculpts <laughs> that I was doing because I never got a chance to bake it. And I was, we were moving stuff and I uncovered because I still had it on the tumbler. I was sculpting it on and I was like, this is still he started he also started sculpting in 2020 late 2020 he uh it was the the why can't i think of the, the sirens group sirens yeah the sirens that group. you stumbled on because you were sculpting and uh you were doing some really cool cups back then yeah and before then, the move and then work well and then we had a baby baby and work that's, that's, <laughs> that's, when, that's when the baby came i remember yeah, I remember. <laughs> I, I feel like so many of the the negative people, though, that uh, would comment about the 3D stuff are probably, uh, this is just my opinion, but I just feel like are more so the types that are the ones, the copycat artists, I guess I would say. And I feel like they saw that as a possible threat, like, okay, this is what I have to copy next. You know, like the ones that, the trend followers. So it's like, oh, uh, uh, all right, here we go. Now this donut tumbler is gonna be the next boom. Everyone's making donut tumblers and I don't even know what kind of clay to buy. Like I'm behind the eight ball already. I think that that's like kind of extremely threatening to someone that, only knows how to replicate art, which is, there is so many Tumblr, cater, uh, Tumblr makers that are just art replicators. I'm an art replicator. I can it, replicate something really well and, and I have a lot of fun doing it. And I do find ways to put my own spin on it, but I have to see something and then I can make something either exactly or similar. You know, what's weird is that art in itself, we kind of replicate, we all do it. Sure. Um, I find a lot of uh, inspiration in graffiti art. I find a lot of inspiration in pop art. Um, you know, these donuts, like I, I didn't come up with them. There's, um, there's a, a sculptor, can't remember his name, and Antoine something. I'll, I'll, I'll post mm -hmm. it once we in the comments. Yeah. He makes these humongo like uh, donut boxes. And they had them in the Museum of Modern Art in New York and in Miami. They're thousands of dollars. He makes uh, candy boxes. He makes like all these kind of like treats and everything. And they're just like the donut itself is like this big. And that's where I came. That's where I saw it. And I was like, oh, I want to make that. That's my thing right now. That's my, that's my new thing. I'm a donut girl. <laughs> But it, yeah, and um, the same with like the the ice cream cones. I saw them in these really huge canvases, and I was like, I probably can make that, and it would look cool like in my studio. Again, most of the things that I do, I make them for myself. That's fun and that you looked at that and said I could probably make that. But a little bit prior to that, your husband shows you a picture of a snake cup, and you're like, no. <laughs> I I <laughs> no. 
Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> you're out of your mission. And now you're doing I mean, Yeah, now you're challenging yourself. Like, what else yeah. can I make? But see, I feel that a lot of people were in my in my shoes when I said no. Okay. You know, so many Tumblr oh, makers yeah. that they see like something that's so out of the ordinary of what you're making that they're like, absolutely not. And so instead of like trying, maybe they bash, but slowly we're gonna bring them on. <laughs> slowly we're gonna like make them try. And dimensional drinks is like such a great option to dip your feet into 3D. Yeah. Yes. Especially okay. with sculpting with polymer clay, because like you said, like you have an an infinite reset button. Like there is no until you are completely satisfied and walk it over to the oven or whatever you're using to bake it, that like yeah. you can just keep on rinse and repeat. Like I don't like it. Start over. Exactly. I I like to do I like to do faces a lot. And I They're so hard. I, I watch movies. So like when I did Maleficent, I can't teach Maleficent because I watched that movie twice. Like on that same night, I just watched it over and over and I would pause it at different angles and stuff. And then that's how I would get like the deep tissue and like the wrinkles and lines and all the expression lines. Uh, but I watched it and watched it. And so I did it and it came out and I don't know how the hell I was really proud but I don't know how I did it. I can't recreate it. That's the thing. I can't recreate it. I can't teach that. Um, with uh, Corella, I, of it. <laughs> I could. <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't done. I haven't done epoxy on it just because I was thinking about doing a mold. But we'll see. Um, with Corella, <laughs> I did it, and it was so funny because I made her. I watched the movie again, like at night. I put it on like two times, and then I made it. It's like, I don't know, something's off. And I'm like, I'm just going to sleep on it. And I left it there. And then the next day I look at it and I was like, yeah, it's a woman, but this is not her. Like, it just isn't her. And I just like scrapped it all up and I started all over again. It took me a little bit longer just because her eyes are like a little bit puffier. They're not like deep eyes. They're more like um they're not set eyes like emma stone has more of like uh protuberance to her eyes and i had to like sculpt onto that and um but i learned you know and call angelina J jolie and let her know that you can now sculpt her face not again <laughs> but you have done it. <laughs> i can do your makeup whenever you want i got you girl <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Well, to find our address, you can send her the call. <laughs> I know, right? And then be like super weirdo. <laughs> She'll be like, I don't know. I feel like a cup that impressive. You never know. I know it would I'm be awesome. I don't have the address. Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's like um, it and it just like really relaxes me. I I like to do it. You know, sometimes the scope you land it, sometimes you don't, and that's okay. I love that you have just evolved so much since that first cup and now you kind of like found your own niche i mean you're teaching it you're teaching no. it virtually and in person now i'm like super excited for gays like super so you um the the sleeve and i will not say what the sleeve is or even give any <laughs> hints but you designed this yourself right this was already going to be in line for theirs but yeah you came up with the idea yeah that's so yeah, interesting. It, was, it was really awesome because Melanie and Christina gave me the news before you contacted me. 
And they're like, can you get on? And I was like, I'm about to start teaching because I was I was teaching that month. And they're like, we just need to talk to you really quick. And I was like, okay. So I go on. They tell me, and they're like giddy. I'm giddy. I start crying. They start like tearing up. And then that. and then Melanie's like, and you get to design your own sleeve. And I was like, wait, what? And she's like, <laughs> she's like it's gonna be an exclusive for the for the convention and this and that. And I was like, oh, I was like, oh my God, okay, I have to go because I need to teach and then I'll get back to you guys. I already mom on you and you had to go teach. (laughs) (laughs) And by the end of that day, I already knew what I wanted. And I sat down with Melanie and Daniel and yesterday we had a a meeting about it. And so Daniel was like landing like the last details to it. And they told me that maybe by next week, they already have like a prototype that they can ship me so that I can start working on it and I can get you guys product photography for it. Yeah, I'm so, so excited. So yeah, yeah I, I asked them if I could have you as a teacher first, cause I was kind of freaking out a little bit anxiety because in the beginning I did tell them, I want you guys to teach so bad, but I can't because of the timing. And then they were already set up with a booth and then we found you and fell in love. And I'm like, oh, but what if, what if they're like offended? What if they're upset <laughs> that I now, oh, all of a sudden we can have a 3D cup cause you know, we found you and, and, but they were so excited. Like I sent them this long audio and they were like, just call us, please just call. (laughs) They're awesome. Like I, it's, it's really odd, but you know, when I, when I came into all of this, I was very secluded because I was on my second year of medical restriction. I didn't leave my house for two years uh, because I've already had a lung collapse. I only have 40% of my lungs. Wow. So, and then the military had moved us from where my family is in California all the way to Virginia Beach. And so I didn't know anybody. My husband was deployed. I was by myself with the kids. I was homeschooling crazy. And I fell into this awesome group of ladies that were 3D makers that actually like took me in and made me a mod of their group when I felt so bad because the only thing I had done was donuts and Melanie snake. That was it. <laughs> and they just made me feel so welcome. And it's been awesome. Like I told, that's why I was crying when they told me that you guys wanted me to teach. Cause I told Melanie, I was like, you know, I, it's so weird like to have like such support system that you guys really believe in me to right. represent your company and to actually teach it, you know? And I mean, I've grown within all of you guys and, but they're re- it's such a like awesome group. It's really different from the 2D um, Tumblr makers. The 3D Tumblr makers, I feel because we're bashed on a lot, we kind of like stick together mm-hmm. and it's been awesome. It's really been awesome. I there. love that. I just feel like I'm going to have a really good day after you said that. Like, I feel <laughs> uplifted myself now. Like, I have no, you know, because I also have been in situations like that. I've, I've talked to other people that have been in situations. And it's just so cool when you find your people and they saw you and they were like, her, moderate. <laughs> they, they, they thought your vibe and they were like, this is our girl. And, and look at you guys now. 
I know. And I'm the old lady, you know, in the group. You're not. <laughs> it's like, I can't, I can't fish all of you guys. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still oh, blown God. away that you're 40. There's no way you're 43. And I pray that I look as good as you at 43. Girl, girl, I've seen you. I've oh. seen you. I mean, I've seen pictures of you since before the babies. <laughs> I want to know. So, like, you still definitely, I know that it's not definitely not an age thing. You have your finger on the pulse when it comes to uh, aesthetics and social media because I think that your Instagram so is the best looking Instagram that I've ever, like, I know, I know that people only add some accounts for aesthetic reasons. And like yours is one of them. Like your, your Instagram is one of those ones that you're just like, I'd like having this on my feed. Anything that comes by just looks so great. The whole thing, if you just go to like your page, I could just scroll the whole thing and everything just vibes in itself. And yes. I, I've like had that conversation about our own Instagram accounts previously and then now i have like yours as an example like why doesn't ours look like hers <laughs> you know tell me about <laughs> i'm like look at this i have a team why doesn't mine look like this <laughs> we don't have I, a vibe. well i i do i i do social media for for other companies yeah, yeah you do. I, I do <laughs> I do social media for other companies and we have a, an advertising agency for um, big companies to uh, to be able to advertise inside military bases. So that's my business. You have uh, another business? Yes. <laughs> so you need another episode after this. <laughs> so I get it. That's why I, um, as a photographer, I got into all of this. It was, I don't know, California for photographers and all of that. It's, it's really like such a boiling pot where you get to meet so many people and they're always looking for new ideas. I've always liked, um, small video, like short videos. I I'm always thinking like you guys told me, uh, do you have ideas for content? Oh my God, I have like a hundred ideas. And my mind is always like on that. I have folders and folders of ideas and not everybody is um, wanting to do them. You know, it's mm -hmm. rare that you find creators that are, that are like really put themselves in your hands. And I can tell them like, I'll edit this and you'll look good. And they're like, but you're going to make me look, wear a wig. And I'm like, Yes, but you were going to make me wear a wig. <laughs> believe in me. <laughs> and, uh, I've had like a bunch of people and I do all of that. And then I also have to do, there's a part of my business where it's more serious, you know, where we, where I work with doctors no and like, yeah, like there are no, no wigs here, <laughs> no wigs, but I have Just like been able to push like friends of mine that I do their social media and that they're dentist. And I'm like, let's just make this fun for moms, you know, like you can't always come out like wearing a white, uh, coat. Like we need you to be fun and be, uh, you know, people can actually like identify with you and they're like, okay, I want her as mm -hmm. my child's dentist. And so I've pushed her like away from like being super serious. And she's like, it's weird because this brings business. And I was like, yeah, I was like, you have to Crazy, identify. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like you have to identify with your public and you have to be fun. 
And mm -hmm. so, you know, like Lauren, Lauren is awesome. Lauren, I can't she's wild. We're going to do this. And she's like, <laughs> okay, I'm down. I'll do it tonight. And I'm like, okay. I'm going to go shopping and I'm going to get like the, the wildest outfit. I was like, Yes, I'm gonna wear black. <laughs> so, you know, yes, I'm wearing <laughs> all black. Sounds like me and you too. <laughs> but um, that's why that's why I have that aesthetic for um, Instagram. Also, my Instagram is um, when I went into high restriction that I couldn't work, that I lost all of my contracts. Um, I was able to stay focused on product photography on videography i that's how i i kept going and mm -hmm. so my instagram is just for fun and it's things that i like and i i don't have to cater to a client so that's why my instagram looks like that and i do do social media for other people but then i have to like go by their branding so. glorious mm -hmm. Well, we're fans. And My eyes thank you for it. My eyes thank you. I actually remember looking at your Instagram and I'm like, she's way too put together. She's not going to want to teach for our, our convention. She's like up here and we're like here. No, no, no. She's going to look at our Instagram and be like, what is this? <laughs> <laughs> like, I can't be affiliated. We have too many ideas and we execute them all. <laughs> well, it's, you know, it's sometimes it's hard to land an idea. And when you're looking at your feed, it's hard when you you don't really have something and you have too many minds coming in at the same time. Oh, yeah. So yeah, that's that's the hard part. That's what I always tell my clients, like, okay, you need to tell me what you want and then just trust me that I can fix this and that I can get it into the aesthetic that you want, but just trust me. And so, you know, it's it's kind of that that trust issue and i they have to go with my graphics they have to go with all of that they set the palettes and the branding for me and then i just go in and do my own thing and when you have too many people working one account you can tell that's a thing four <laughs> but yeah but you count brian but yeah, who knows like and brian yeah Brian just randomly on like Sundays will be like, oh, I changed everything. You're like, what? <laughs> Brian, I haven't talked to you in a month. What are you talking about? <laughs> like, I don't even know you still have the password. <laughs> and we run a tight ship over here. <laughs> well, me and you were a little all over the place too. Like I said, I can start all your ideas, but I'm not a finisher. I'm not like a... <laughs> Let's sit down and hash out the details. I'm like, okay, that's the idea because I got six other things that I want to start today too. So let's do them all. Let's just half-ass everything. <laughs> oh. I try not big... to though. I I actively try not to. I'm like, I'm gonna I'm gonna really just focus on one thing today. Here but... I am doing other things. <laughs> <laughs> How many more things can I do? Oh, Monopoly. Time to play Monopoly, man. I'm doing that. That's it. There we go. I know it. it has it happens together eventually it's you know we as, as artists we hyper focus on something and then it's like squirrel <laughs> you go <laughs> that's literally it i so, tumblr maker or any kind of art in, in general that's where you're going to find your adhd people you're going to find a whole hub of them and then you're going to find their friends that they've brought in and, and you could tell who has it and who doesn't i was i was saying <laughs> it. i feel like i'm going to make a shirt design that says it or something but i was saying it at tumblr con in that tumblr's 
are the gateway craft in the crafting community because you can do everything to a tumbler. You can paint a tumbler, you can rhinestone a tumbler, you can fabric a tumbler, you can vinyl print a tumbler, you can sculpt on a tumbler. You can do literally like you can scrapbook a tumbler if you want to. Like they you, have. Yeah, you can take every kind of like outside niche art and apply it to a tumbler. And that's what I feel like happens is so many people that are of the like uh just squirrel brain like we are in it's like okay i want to get all the stuff for the rhinestones to do a rhinestone a tumbler all right it's not here yet what else can i do to a tumbler and then like rhinestones get here and you're like well i already ordered the vinyl what do you mean i'm on vinyl now like it's vinyl time that then, time has passed we are going now in this direction <laughs> that's it you didn't even open the amazon packages of the rhinestones like and they're just sitting book sits forever yeah there there he is i you know what Try, what I try to stay focused when I'm not packing and moving is that I have like a, a desk area just for me. And then I just put like the things that I'm going to be using and the tumbler. And I can't allow myself to bring anything else into the space unless mm -hmm. it's a class. And I did that with um, Melanie taught her monster, Dave. And I had to find these glass beads that are clear and they took forever to get here from Amazon. And so I started and then I was like, eh, it never came. And I just like shoved it to the side. And then I come back. I also teach photography in the groups. And then it was like, oh crap. Like it's like crunch time. I have to do the photography class like in three days. And the glass beads had been there for like over a week. And I'm like trying to scramble to make the monster so I can do the photography class. And then I fell in love with the, with the damn glass beads. And that's when I started to do the zombie cones and all of that. And I was like, I should just do that. Like, just leave that material. Like if it's rhinestone, if it's the glass beads or whatever, and then I have to force myself to do something. But if you guys like polymer clay, try it out. Try doing that. Like, just put it on your desk and one night say, I'm going to do something with this and whatever comes out. <laughs> in theory that's so great <laughs> except for when your craft room is like a craft warehouse so like everything is out like kind of but like also not out at the same time i it's have like, four projects out right now brought <laughs> across like three rooms it's like yeah if, including a whole table if we just like walked from the showroom through the craft room and stuff it's like the glowforge is currently cutting stuff for the sub box sarah's turner's i don't know what's happening there there's cups on them yeah but i don't they're not spinning uh, <laughs> I don't know if they there's even no, epoxy on they them. They have no business either. to be spinning. And then the craft table, something is epoxy uh, to it. Yeah. Right then you then you'd walk <laughs> out of the room and you'd go right outside the room and there's trash bags duct taped to the floor where Sarah has two pieces of furniture that she sanded ninety percent of them down and they're right there. <laughs> there's two it's... because I started the first one, didn't like how it was going, and I was like, I'll grab this one and do this when one When Sarah now. says that she starts projects, she is not <laughs> joking. <laughs> like, it is. Just with you. <laughs> Yo, it is. I will give you all the anxiety with how much I have stored, and that's just in this warehouse. We're not even talking about my home. 
Yeah, you're not even talking about my workshop, which is right the next room over, which is just after last minute finishing that glitter cabinet. So that's chaos. There's like sawdust everywhere. No it's way. A, it's something. Mm -hmm. But that's awesome. That's awesome. Hey. Yeah, you sounds have awesome. You have to like. You'll that's awesome. <laughs> you know, saying this out loud really makes me understand how much of a problem I have. I got to fix myself. No, it's not sort a problem. Of. It's not a problem. Hey, with, um, with having ideas, you just like, just focus on one day, one day at a time. Say this today, I'm going to do the furniture project and just, you don't have to finish it. Just do something. Today, and I'm probably going to join the DA group and pay <laughs> to be in there so that I could start making yeah, I'm already planning it for when I get off here that I think that I want to join. No, I yeah, want to join too. That would be awesome. That's what I, was like, I was thinking about it too. I was like, wait, what are you guys teaching the next class? Hey, you have to join because next week, Melanie's starting the Mandrake. I know. Well, that you sold me and on he, that. As soon as you Mandrake. told me the, what we were doing, I'm like, what date is it? I still have time. And we got you the do. supplies. You do, and you have the supplies. So, so join us. Me Melanie's an awesome teacher super awesome teacher and um and i'm like super excited to do that one too i'm like oh, super man. did you guys see that neville um autographed it no, no. Oh, wait wait yeah no. she brought it to the convention right yeah uh -huh. yes i did and he that. like he freaked out like you can see his because Gemma was was recording him i'll have to show you and the video like, she goes like this to him and yes. he's like yeah. I think like his face was like, she's going to give me that. And she's like, no, just autograph it. Like, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You can't I have this. She, you nuts? I thought she did give it to him. I, I think that I reenacted the video wrong in my head. That's a, <laughs> I mean, you gotta, Here's I, I my feel card like if you want another, <laughs> I feel like you gotta put yourself in his shoes. Like how many dumpster fires has been handed to him? And I'm sorry. Yeah. <laughs> to say that but you know there's definitely some things that he's been handed to sign i'm sure that he was like that's nice that's nice yeah. but, but this one he was like oh yeah i'm keeping this, this one yeah he's like this thing's you get this out of a museum you steal this off the set honey <laughs> stuff is straight up it looks like replicas yeah, it's, it's out of control when I saw that. And then the functionality, that was the part when she like all was said and done and then she's like, and pencils come out. I was like, and it it's functional. It is. I this know. isn't just something you sit on a shelf. Yeah, no. <laughs> when I tell you that he was searching Facebook for like a half hour looking for this cup because he wanted to show me so bad. And when I said that I found it, that was like, I'm telling Four you, or five like, days later. It's like when 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 like some art pieces that I see, it just clicks. It's the extra it's the, it's the extra functionality. That's when I see just like that extra thing, you know? I'm like, okay, yep. So the world has to know. Yeah. Everyone has to see this thing. I wish that I could remember how he explained it, because when he started explaining it, I'm like, she pulled what out of a cup, huh? I don't think you saw that right, but you'll you'll show me. I am sure you'll show me. But sure and hold it, she pulled the pencils out of cup. And she's so cute because she's wearing her little earmuffs and everything when she does. She's so cute. She's so cute. I love her. I love her. And she I adore it. Her stuff is like really out of this world. I I have mad respect for her for Melanie and like the things that she comes up with. They're so out of like anything i don't know if have you guys seen her alien tumbler 
No. I don't think so. We're going to have to spend some time on Instagram after this. Yeah, well, we have to have Melanie and Daniel come on, too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it would be awesome. She did, like, this whole resin, like, if the saucer was up here, and there, and the tumbler's actually the beam. Like, oh, it, I love like that. that. It's really, really awesome. And it's not, um, it's, like, epoxy, like an epoxy beam. It's, like, really, really awesome. Like, I, I wouldn't have thought of anything like that. I love but it. She was explaining it to us. We're like, you're doing what? <laughs> okay, you'll show me. Yeah. Sounds nice. <laughs> <laughs> but she does do really awesome stuff. I wish we could sit here and literally just hang out all day. But sadly, I, we cannot. We'll do it in August. I know. So, um... <laughs> Where can everyone find you if they want to see all of these amazing cups or even join your um, DA group? They got to see that Instagram. <laughs> Instagram on Instagram. <laughs> um, it's it's kind of long uh, because I got my first account taken away. That's that's the thing. Another fun fact. Yeah, it got it got taken away. It was my fault um, for using trademark, mm -hmm. but um, thinking it was like fan fan art and it was okay so now you can find me on instagram at dark arts craftopedia underscore official so now i understand the official that's why yeah because it, it got taken away it, it was not mass reported or anything like that it was my own fault and then on tiktok it's just dark arts craftopedia um facebook the same dark arts craftopedia youtube dark arts craftopedia and then DA, which is Dimensional Artist, and it's under the subscription on Dimensional Drinks. So. Perfect. And we'll link everything down for anyone that wants to check that stuff out. And of course, even by the time this airs, if anyone wants to see you in person and actually learn how to make this super cool sleeve that we are not going to tell them, I don't even think they'll know by the time this airs. They can still get a ticket for your class, either just your class at thegreatamericancraftexpo.com or a bundle with you and Lauren. Oh, that's pretty awesome. I'm super excited about that. Super, super excited about um, being bundled up with, with Lauren. And um, As long as she doesn't have to wake up at 8 o'clock. <laughs> she almost went crazy when she saw that. Wow. She did go crazy. She called me twice. She's like, yeah, hard now. <laughs> She's I like, love I doing it. I went back <laughs> in the room and the guys are like, so we're not moving Lauren. I'm like, do not move Lauren. She says she'll do an hour less if she ain't got to wake up and she's the artist. So we're going with what she said. <laughs> Lauren, I love her. I love her. <laughs> she's definitely something. I love I talking to her. she's wild. That's the only way I could describe her. She's wild. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to see you in a few short weeks. And of course we will be in contact probably yes. even later today. Who knows? You'll see me pop up in your DA group. <laughs> And oh, by the way, I wanted to say thank you. I got the the UV resin. I got yes. the, I got everything. It came in the middle of moving, and it just like squirrel <laughs> like mm -hmm. left mine. Um, it's still in its box that you guys said. Like I I saw it and then I I wrapped it up and I put it in the moving box. But um, but yes, and I'm like super super excited to use it. Thank you so so much. Oh, you're welcome. Thank you for joining us as a teacher and joining us today on Craft Tea. Yeah, this was definitely, I think, my favorite conversation to date. So 
Thank this you. This was awesome. Thank you for having me. Thank you. I can't wait to meet you guys in person and give you guys a hug. I'm a hugger. Oh, that's fine. <laughs> we'll bring it on. We'll see you soon. <laughs> Bye, guys. Bye. Always bring the pot to the kettle and never bring the kettle to the pot. Now, pour the tea.